Welcome to Kick the Effin' Ball Podcast, where we talk all about the big ball and the small ball. From GA to LGFA to Hurling and Camogie. Here we go! And the referee is looking around and acting of Mickey. Slobberini, Slobberini! There's men being kicked and bruised all over. Over the bell with the bear for a day. Over the bell with the bear for a day. He got a boot in the head and you're not looking at it. He got a boot! Oh, how the hell are you? You're listening to Kick the Effing Ball podcast, where we are finally on episode 13. Unlucky for some. Oh, well, uh, I, I think every day number is unlucky for me, being honest with you. That didn't work. All right. Oh, well. <laughs> 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 what were you trying to do? Uh, I was just going to do something there, but it just it, it failed. It Nathan, really failed. <laughs> Nathan, how the hell are you? Morph and great. How the hell are you? And great. John O'Kay, okay, how the hell are you? Living the dream, Morph. He's back. He's the wet- back. The weather is that bad. We got. I tell you, we got an outrageous response from him. We did. I don't, I don't know what it is, but the episodes of John one that seem to go very well, and I really don't know why. That's why he brought me back for round two. <laughs> <laughs> he must have iPads, iPhones, everything in the house. Go on, that's one time, just to make sure they're right. The MacBook only th- on, the iPad, only the tablet. The only phones. thing about it is, right, people think that, okay, John just walked in, but what they don't know is John actually done an audition for the podcast. Correct. Do you want to hear what John's audition was? Why do you have it? I have it right here. <laughs> Good afternoon, folks, and you're welcome to the Sunday Game Live with Jono, the host. I'll be joined in the studio today by Nathan Murph, Heidi Mannion and Gary Tracy for this county final between Tullamore and Clara. Oh, Jono, you've very little to be asked. People yeah. think he just walked straight into the panel, but no. Jono had aspirations that he wanted to be the host. I told you, he wants to be Kieran Maluli. Oh, Jesus Christ. Honest to God, I got this voice message in on WhatsApp. It took me about 40 minutes to figure out how to get it from that to the laptop. But I got Is that a surprise? That's a surprise. Sounds good. It does sound great. I do say something. Yeah, Nathan told us that he had a big surprise. And I was waiting for, you know... Beyonce to walk through the door. Oh, Jesus, no. fucking Jono. Well, Sharon's Sharon Sharon out in the kitchen. I can get her to make it tea if you want that to be the surprise. No, you're not telling me. To be honest with you, I thought Sharon was going to come with a head of puns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Morph. Huge weekend in football and hurling and all that. Well, I suppose, depending on what, what side of the, the county border you're, you're living on. We'll go through a bit, will we? Yeah, so... You start us off, we'll do the talking. I'll start you off there and you guys can do the talking. Look, has gone shocking a fish of I'm after getting little boot lads in the shape of an awfully jersey. It's very fancy. And it has Ufali written on the front of it. I could have got you an awfully jersey yesterday if you wanted. But sure, why didn't you? Stop telling me these things now, you know. <laughs> well, they don't need them anymore. Hey, he won't need them after Claire gets you. <laughs> anyway, hey. speaking of that, uh, just looking at the Leinster football uh, results from the weekend... Obviously, you had Leash 110 to Westmead 320. Westmead coming out 16 point winners there. You had Mead 422 to Longford's 12 points. Mead coming out 22 points winners there. Uh, Wexford, this this one shocked me actually. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Uh, Wexford 7 points to Dublin's 15. Dublin only coming out with an 8 point win there. Nathan, we're in shock. What do you mean? Your maths is good. Huh? Your maths. maths is always good. <laughs> I worked it out with the calculator and wrote it down before you guys came. And then you had, obviously, the devastating blow don't, to myself no, and John. Don't even say it. Kildare uh, baiting awfully won 15 to 13 points there, working out a five point win for Kildare. Aww. Lads, Morph, you're a happy man, obviously. I am, yeah. You won't be happy after Kildare hammering you in the semi final, but you, you're, you're happy. I don't know, I think we got a great, a great side of the draw to get to an Leinster final. You avoided Dublin. That's that's yeah. probably the best side of the draw you could look for. Yeah, I watched actually a lot of the Leinster Championship games this weekend. I watched them all, actually, believe it or not. Um, I watched one. Offing Kildare. Offing yeah. Kildare, yeah. Um, I watched the Westmead Leash game. First half, nip and tuck. Um, 
And then second half came out. I don't know. I think Leeds were probably still in the dressing room. I don't know what happened to them. Just imploded. Westmead put up some great score. 320. Like it's a huge score in the championship match. Um, Leash. Listen, they haven't been firing all year. They were after being relegated to Division four, 3, is it? 3 or 4 they got relegated. I can't remember off the top of my oh, head. 3, yeah. 3, I think it was, was three, relegated yeah. to Division yeah. 3. You know what I mean? They're after having an awful year. No wins under the belt. Um, and then obviously this morning, uh, the manager, Mick Quirk, stepped away. That's right, yeah. After um, two years of being there. Yeah, after yeah. two years of being there. And to be honest with you, he probably hadn't got, hasn't got the best out of Leash either. Um, for the simple reason being is that you're still relying, like they still have Ross Munley hanging around the place. Like Ross Munley's 35, 36 years of age. Similar enough to Offaly with McAmey. Yeah, Jesus, but the only thing about McNamee, I, I would feel McNamee offers a lot more than Ross Munley. Being that's my personal opinion. Right. Um, Westmead, listen, huge performance and the likes of Larkin Dolan, uh, debut scored one three. I believe John Heslin had a great game, yeah, didn't he? John Heslin had a huge game. Um, listen, they all to be fair. How did our bu- how, how did our buddy Baidu get on? Was he? Baidu, yeah, all right. He came off at half time. Um, I don't know whether that was through injury or tactical, or tactical or what it was. Being honest with you, but he was taken off. Either way, it worked. Won the game. It, w- it did, yeah. Either <laughs> way, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they won the game. Whatever way you want to look at it, John. Listen, I don't. Th- I couldn't. See, I didn't see, and I couldn't see Leash coming back after w- once Westmead got in the second or went four points clear. You kind of knew it was game over. Yeah. Leash kind of just lay down and died and. Be honest with you, it was kind of disappointing because they thought Leash should have more in the tank, and thought it would have been a closer game. Because you have to remember, for the last two years, Leash have bet Westmead in championship. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, John, what did you make of the Kildare Offaly game? Uh, Obviously, it was disappointing. Obviously, yeah. We, yeah, we def- were flat out, even though we were flat out looking for tickets for for the last week, and neither of us could. <laughs> and the the less GM and Gary got a ticket. Gary, not shocking. Fucking Alex Shawn Con, yo. Yeah. The man, the man now who'd rather go spend his money on season tickets for Man United. Two season tickets for Man United. And here he is sitting in a Moor Park. That, that's the truth I'm telling you now. Like. It's shocking, like, you know, when you think about it. Yeah, ah, look. Probably should have been maybe eight points, nine points up at halftime, the amount of chances we had. I think we got five over 15 converted mm. in the first half. And that's mm. on a wet, shitty afternoon. Especially in O'More Park, O'More Park, lads. Or any, if it's a light, misty rain mm. for two and a half seconds before the game, that pitch is in shite. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't mind. We played the senior country final down there last year at Sarsfields, and the sun was shining. But the fucking, there's still wind there. Yeah. You know, it's always it's a funny to place. It's, up, it's kind of up on a hike as well, though, isn't it? It's yeah, it's a, it's a strange place to go, but yeah. I don't know what it is about Offaly. It's kind of the bogey pitch for Offaly anyway, I think. Every game even off the even off, off the club games. Yeah. Like we were Jesus. just chatting about the Leinster Club games yeah. from a few years ago. Like Remember Clara played Port Leash down there for sure. Fifteen minutes in fifteen minutes into the game, I think little Ski Dehan was swimming from one end of the pitch, never mind running, yeah. like it was ridiculous. It's but like, like how is it a major county grounds like that that's been used for big Leinster championship yeah. games? Where why is there no proper drainage system on the pitch? I don't I don't think it was the, the pitch really well, no no that's, uh, that's, that's, that's a, not what I'm it was a swirling breeze I think a funny sort of I don't know it's hard to describe because I wasn't at it but it was a factor but the, the awfully shot selection though ultimately was the, the big factor well, that's okay like, like uh, how many times did it drop a ball oh. into keeper's hand yesterday like that was chronic like like in fairness only for Paddy Dunnigan playing in goals that like yeah, there was two or three he pulled off two, pulled or, three off two or three great saves there are more great saves it could have been a lot worse than what it was. Yeah. But yeah. still like that, Kildare didn't really do much in the last 10, 15 minutes of the game. Yeah, Neil Flynn there ran the show, especially in the last quarter, I think he... 1-7-1-8. One, seven, one, 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 finished there, like, yeah. you know, he kicked a few lovely 45s. Mm. You know, like, ultimately, Kildare took their chances when they got them. And that, it, yeah. That's what buys back. You knew, did. though, uh, Jono, you knew the difference between a team that's... Like, even the last 10 minutes, like, Kildare that's going into Division 1 for twenty twenty two. Yeah. Uh, awfully that's coming out just got to come out like there was a gap there you could see it yeah, oh, yeah. but, but y- you still have to like it's been a great year for awfully like like they've lost two competitive games that's it um out a whole lot of it i i just think if you're going to look at it in a positive point of view 
they're still a, a very young squad, like coming through, mm. and I would expect them to only progress instead of go backwards now. Like, look, they, they went down to Portlaoise yesterday. They weren't embarrassed. No, per oh se. No. Like, yeah, I, I actually looking at, it, I think Offaly defended very well. Yeah. In when they were when they were put under that pressure, they were they, def- they did defend very well. Under for us, especially like, like a, b- a big factor as well was the loss of Owen Rickney. Yeah. Owen was playing well at full back, and Johnny Maloney was kind of sweeping in front of him. And when Owen got hurt, Johnny actually had to go back full back, and it mm. kind of took a bit of a dynamic dynamic out yeah. of game. Like Johnny's a great runner going forward as well. Like so that was like. That was a huge factor too, but Clare's classic. There, a I lot of men against boys, and that's no disrespect to the Offaly boys. They're not just, they're not as developed like, like you can see the S and C side of things there. Cause they're a big fight. But Jesus, John, like, like Offaly had every chance to win that game as well, though. Oh, Even course, the last, yeah, yeah. I know, ten minutes, where you had, Clare uh, uh, were down to thirteen. Like, yeah. Yeah. I thought when they were down to thirteen, it went back. I think to three points. I actually thought now awfully we're going to snatch it, you know, uh, snatch and grab. I thought it would have just completely pressed up on them and went hard at it and tried to get the result out of it. Yeah, it just didn't look like a team that were going to get a goal. No, 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 it didn't. didn't. We had one chance in the first half and it kind of had it been on, I think it was Anton who kicked it, had it been on a stronger side, the ball was in the back of the net, like, and you're suddenly, you're a couple of points off, but look, it's the way it goes, like, as as you touched on Murph, like the big thing was to get out of division two or division three and up to division two. Promotion was key no, for the development of football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well know, it's, so it's like even the commentators were saying, like off we played in that game yesterday, they were in bonus territory. They were after oh, winning their course, first yeah, round yeah. of the Leicester Championship, which they've tended to have a bad experience over the last couple of years. Yeah. To win that game, move on to your next game and to not be really embarrassed by Kildare on a scoreline. It's not, it hasn't been a bad season in terms no, of off no, football. No, absolutely not. Like it's been good. There's a lot of positives like Maybe when you look back and playing the league final could have been a, maybe a backfired a bit. Could have like a lot of the was legs a few, were probably it was tired bodies bit, playing yeah. yesterday like eight games nine weeks yeah. including an extra time. But look, that's no excuse. Clare or the better team and you look now. You obviously making excuses here. Yeah, I know. But yeah. you look at Leinster semi-finals now. Uh, was drawn yesterday and Dublin have Mead repeat of last year's final. Yeah, and but. Jesus. What was that? It was 321 to 9 points or something last year, wasn't it? Yeah, but what I could see off that is, um, like, Jesus, Dublin were very poor yesterday. I don't know if any watched it. I watched the first half of it. By Jesus, Wexford, they went down dying. Like, yeah, I thought Wexford were going to get the shy hammer out. So Jesus, I. they fucking, excuse my language, gave Dublin pucks of it. Pucks of it for 25, 30 minutes in the first half. Um, and I think up until the 25th minute, Wexford were actually winning mm. in the first half. Now, love obviously Dublin's experience. Uh, I didn't see the game though. I didn't see any lineups around. But had Dublin a full team out? Mm, yeah, much uh, Yeah, like well, well I suppose they can't. Like, they must have had because you can't way, really, you can't really risk it now, given there's no backdoor system. The way, the way I look, it is no matter who Dublin have in their panel, they'd walk on to any other team in the yeah. country. Well, yeah. that's it too. Yeah, you, know, yeah. Yeah. you know, Johnny, Johnny Cooper was missing. He would have been the loss there. Like he, I think he was injured. Yeah, Dean Rock's only back. Stephen Cluxton has said he's not. He's on his holidays. He's on his yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's on the pub payment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think to be honest, which I think we've seen the last of Stephen Cluxton. Yeah, I think so. I too. think it's just he's gone out on the QT and just like like he played his game just yeah. without a big color blue. Yeah. yeah. Now I'd love to see him play again and his experience be class for them. But yeah, it'll be a major loss. It'll be a major loss, loss yeah, for the year. But, um, no, fair fair juice to Wexford like to give it a right rattle. Like oh yeah. Like the, the in the I think in the last since two thousand and twelve, mm. they're the first team not to lose a game to Dublin in the Leinster Championship by double figures. No, right? Or is that t- it? Could maybe it's not two thousand and twelve. Oh no, you're right. Yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, right. Because I was just thinking Westmead lost. Westmead was the lowest scoring team last year to not be bet by or what was this? They were the closest team. Sorry to come to to come to Dublin last year. Yeah, and that was eleven points. Yeah. Right. But like, you look at the Lynch semi-finals now. You'll have Westmead versus Kildare. That's gonna be a cracker of a game. And to be fair to them, it's you know, it probably is a great to see either a different team instead of Dublin or Mead always being the Lynch final. Westmead, Westmead and Kildare. And wouldn't have been a fucking cracker if all if Offaly did get through yesterday. Westmead and Offaly. Oh, would have been great. That would have been be some uh, crack, like been fantastic. The, imagine the band dropping Crow Park there. Like, oh, the lane, Lord. Two or three thousand people. And yeah. 
Could you imagine the scramble for tickets though, John? Like you seen the scramble for tickets for a Kildare game yesterday. Yeah, like even though I know you're talking four times the capacity yeah, in Croke Park, yeah. you're still scrambling. You know what I mean? It, look, it's off to us, mate. It's oh. the, night, the noisy neighbours. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, you could play that anywhere. You could yeah. play that anywhere. You could play that. In, you could play that in Wembley. Yeah, and you'd get a full house. Yeah. Um, just before we move on to the monster football, um, Parik Davis, Longford manager, stood down after three years. Yeah. I think he's done his time with Longford, being honest with you. They got an awful bad bait yesterday. And I wouldn't mind. They were highly impressive the first day out against Carlo. Listen, I suppose Carlo wouldn't be no great opposition either playing Division 4 football. But I thought um, they would have put up. Jesus. I was actually saying to myself, because me, they weren't really showing shapes. I thought me were going to struggle yesterday. But Jesus, no, they, they definitely overpowered Longford. Um, Park in front of him. He, he was. Well, just run off that phone, the Lord. Sorry, thirteen <laughs> episodes in, and now this lad's phone decides to go off. Go on, continue. Yeah. Here. Anyways, that's the first thing I do when I come in. The phone I never even talk it. No, anyways, uh, yeah. What was I saying? Yeah, Park Davis. He's done three years with him. He's selected beforehand, and the whole shebang. Listen, I think he's done his time for for Longford. So it'll be good to see. Listen, they're a young squad couple of good players out money Octa there still and listen I don't know I don't know will we go for that job next year oh Jesus we live it so can I go as well you can I can be the kid man I can be the kid man yeah <laughs> uh, right we're going to move on there now uh, no games in the Munster football this weekend or last weekend I suppose whatever way you want to listen to it uh, the semi-finals are on this Saturday you have Limerick versus Cork and Tip versus Kerry Look, we went over this last week anyway. Yeah. We reckon it's going to be a Cork Kerry monster final. I think so, yeah. Kerry pipping the post. Yeah, like, now look, Tip Tip would be out to put a bit of a. Uh, nah, they won't. bit of respect back on their jersey after the poor. Look, they're, 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 they're going to try, but I, it's I not going to. I don't gonna think gonna they'll win it. Uh, I think it's it just. Yeah, it's inevitable. It's Kerry all the way, I think. That's it. Look, we won't dwell on that too much. We move on to Ulster football then. Uh, Saturday saw Monaghan uh, coming up against Fermanagh. On the scoreline, the one twenty-one to fourteen points. So Monaghan getting a ten-point win out of that one. They did, did, but they're going to struggle. Conor McManus is a big bother with the leg. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Look, nasty. Nice, you know, it's kind of, I don't know if it was a dead leg or a bang in the knee, but yeah, it's not he good. No, okay, he came out. He left uh, left ground on crutches anyway. And then, of course, then you had on Sunday Armagh coming up against Antrim. Armagh taking that game on the scoreline of four fifteen to fourteen points, meaning a thirteen-point win for Armagh. Yeah, uh, I think the ref- the score didn't reflect how good Antrim actually played. Yeah, really? To be fair, I thought they played fair. So I watched it on the Sunday game. So I thought that... Um, Is that before or after you were doing your little audition sorry, piece? Sorry, for sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm going to stop you now for a second before I go any further. Go for it. This, I watched Sunday game last night and it fucking drives me nuts. Nuts. Colm O'Rourke as an analyst. He's just, I don't know what has been going on. It's, just, it's gone too PG. Oh my god! Oh, the whole thing is just on PG. Hang on, now for a minute. I'm doing a GA podcast, and I know nothing about it. Yeah, no, at least Colin Moore has an idea what he's talking can about. Can I ask you a question now? Go for it. Would have you known? Obviously, we've been talking about the last couple of weeks. You would have known that Westmead has now been relegated to Division Three. Thank you, Nathan. If I asked you who relegated Westmead to Division Three, down. No. Oh, jeez, you're worse than Colm O'Rourke. <laughs> no, it wasn't down. No, Mayo, wasn't it? Oh, jeez, he's gone. No, hold on, oh, I forgive you, Colm, come yeah. back. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Hang on, just count the list of all the counties today. Take them off yeah. as you <laughs> You know this. I probably do know this. You're probably like, at the game. Uh, you, have me on, you have me on the spot now. Uh, the Rebels. Oh, Cork. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, yeah, yeah. 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 But, Second. oh, just drives me mad. Just listen to them. Yeah, now so this is gone, like, I think. It's got, like, since Joe Bradley left. Oh, bring right. Joe back. Bring Joe back. Man. He says it as it is. That's it. That's what you he want. Said, he does all bar a fucking shape. You have Joe Bradley and Pat Spillane, and the two boys ready to kill each other. Yeah. That's what you're Pat, missing. Like, Pat Spillane was sent down to a more park to do call commentary <laughs> yesterday. Like, <laughs> <laughs> scandalous. Like, right. He should be in the studio, but... Um, moving on, then, the fixtures in the Ulster football this weekend. On Saturday, sees Tyrone playing Cavan, and on Sunday, Tyrone playing Derry. 
No, sorry, I'm going to start that again. Donny Cross. Donny brain fart, huh? On Sunday, you've done goal playing Derry, and then the following week, you have Armagh coming up against Monaghan. Obviously, Armagh played last week, they're not playing this week, they're playing the week after. Right. Um, I don't know, Tyrone, Cavan. Cavan, obviously, also champions last year, but still hard luck past Tyrone, isn't it? Yeah, I, I listen, I can. Mm. Tyrone have been firing off all cylinders, either new manager in place. Um, with Duhur and I can't think of the other man do you know him? no, no. Um, must be that important so no <laughs> but I, I actually no he's very important just in case we find out who he is and we get him on the podcast he's very very important <laughs> we apologise <laughs> we apologise to A and other listen Calvin were relegated as well to Division 4 football as well so I can't see it going I it's going to be Tyrone. Tyrone. I think yeah. Tyrone by yeah. seven or eight points. Yeah, I think so. Donegal and Derry, lads. But I'd say it's going to be septic football. So this is our football. Like, mm. yeah. There's no other way to describe some of it. 15 men behind the ball and off yeah. you go. Yeah, uh, the survival of the pits. Donegal and Derry, lads. Donny, I think Donegal. Donegal and Derry, yeah. yeah, I think they can leave Michael Murphy on the bench yeah. and yeah. still win comfortably enough. And then the following week, Armagh versus Monaghan. I'm going to go with Armagh. I like Armagh. Yeah, they're playing yeah. a nice style of football now. Like, it's look. It's gonna a lot of it's gonna boil down to Conor McManus' fitness. Yeah, a hundred percent. Conor McManus not there. It's gonna be a huge loss. Yeah, he's just he's his name game. alone there is a, it puts yeah. a fear into some defenses. But Jesus, but I watched Armagh's game on Saturday. And they're playing lovely football. In fairness, whatever Kieran Donaghy has done down there up there with Kieran McGinley, it's working well. They're working gel well together. Yeah. And then uh, quite enough weekend in the Connacht football as well. You've um. Ross Common played Galway. Galway coming out five point winners on a scoreline of two eleven to twelve points. Ross Common were atrocious, absolutely it's a it joke. Was a septic game. That 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 term has been used a lot on this episode. Oh. Septic game. No, it, it was, was hard on it the eyes. Now I, I watched that. Uh, They're all over the shop. I watched it. and It was very poor. I thought. Um, um, this weekend, then you're looking. You have Mayo come up against Leitrim. Look, we're not even going to discuss that. We know Mayo are going to hammer them. It'd be great to see Leitrim go out. Would be great to see them <laughs> go out, but it's not going <laughs> to yeah, happen. We know, yeah. It's just about um, to score. Uh, from, from the looks of it, then, there seems to be an open draw for the next round. I Just from what I've seen, I didn't really look. I'd say that's because the next round is the final. Is it? I would say that could be the problem now. <laughs> that then. could be it, all right, yeah. <laughs> that could be the issue there. <laughs> that would explain that. <laughs> that would explain that one, all right, Nathan. Looks like a bollocks again. Still 13 weeks in. I still make a mess up somewhere. Ah, look. But your look, we're learning, lads. It's all about learning. <laughs> Every day is a school. Uh, right, so that was the senior football roundup. We're going to uh, Harlem with We're JK. Harlem with JK. Because I meant to write down the result. Oh, no, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a man that's involved with inter-county management. You reckon he's not hard course he's organised. Look, he's a little clipboard here he and everything. Fancy clip. John, before you go into that, I think you have something you want to say. I brought you a little present, please. What's that now? It's a little pre- your first present for the podcast studio. One of Offley's Harlem balls. Oh, Jesus. No, put that no. on your shelf. Happy well, Christmas! I'll have to clear off some of the status quo stuff for having the shelf to I just, on, but I, I, just, I just like to make an official announcement of the GA that we did not allocate any robbery of the slitter by Jono and um, Jono stole the slitter of his own accord. Yeah, it we was did not send it to got him. To do with I just got to clarify as well: it didn't belong to the Offaly senior or minor herders, or didn't belong to the Tullamore herders. So, so you're basically <laughs> you're covering your own arse yeah, here. No, to someone, no, I will say I was up watching Tullamore hold Cool Larry the other evening. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cool Larry. <laughs> I apologise because I put I was doing on pair and I put two put the ball in my pocket and I forgot to take it over. Oh yeah, we'll be sent a bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll have Cool Larry on to us now. I'll be driving what by there. They didn't write your name on it. <laughs> well, that's it. Like Cool Larry isn't written on it, so like brand new photographic evidence if required. Oh, no, have I a pen there now? I have. <laughs> Write the podcast on it. <laughs> will you go on while this lad... He's, he's, probably, he's probably spelling it wrong. Jake, let me know where to spell this. So we, we're oh. supposed to be starting the province we're in and we're starting Leinster. Uh, the big offset. Yeah. Dublin, yeah, Dublin, Dublin took a scalp of Galway. Big shock. Uh, 118 to 114. Jesus. Uh, incredible. Well, your incredible. man, Matty... Um, Matty Kenny, isn't it? Matty Kenny, yeah. He's some operator, to be fair. To me. He's a shrewd. O- like, that lad's coming from two clubs, senior All Ireland, cool in Dublin. Yeah. Could you imagine that Dublin team if Con hurled for him? 
Oh, it'd be outrageous. Or if even Kieran Kilkenny and uh, Cormac Kostov are class hurlers. Like, yeah. They've all allowed in minor medals. Like, that Dublin team, but they were class the other day. They were ruthless when they got their chances to took them. Oh, and yeah. you know what? I'd say they're going to give Kilkenny p- uh, plenty of it. Yeah, hope so. Hopefully. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I'd, love I'd to like see to see it. anybody winning Leinster Hurl and Barkle Kenny. I don't know what it is. I've nothing yeah. against them. It's just, but when you look at... It gave us a few hard days out. Like. If Offaly were to win a Leinster Hurling Championship, there'd be uproar. There'd be places to be going crazy. Any county within Leinster was to win that. If Kilkenny win it, your man literally walks up, gets the cup, picks it up like a cup of tea and goes, hey, another one. Woo-hoo. And then yeah. that's it, gone. There's nothing about it. Like. Yeah, it's just there's no circus about it, but... They um, obviously um, the came through their game with after extra time against Wexford. That was some was some battle, some yeah. battle. Wexford so just ran out, ran out with gas. Like the only, the only, they didn't have the legs to come in that Kilkenny had, and I think uh, finished two thirty seven to two twenty nine. Like the three of us, we haven't got the legs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, we have legs, but they're no good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but that'll be an interesting game though. Kilkenny and Dublin will be. Uh, Oh, Kilkenny or Dublin Warfare, Kilkenny. No, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. Love to see them winning. Kilkenny seem to have slipped a little bit over the last couple of years, though. We're, so say, we're saying that the last ten years, and yet they're still coming. They're still yeah. semi finals like, like, and finals. It's like everyone yeah. says we're road, and yeah. you know, road get a right. hammer and a hundred age, and they've not been coming through. They've not been coming through. Next, all of a sudden, who's lifting the Dowling Cup? Road, yeah. Road. Tullamore. If you can get, <laughs> it's not Tullamore anyway. <laughs> hopefully this year. Hopefully. It won't be Clara anyway, because we're senior B. But anyway, um, Jono. Um, Keep her lit there, boy. We went. We go down to Munster next anyway. Oh, oh, Lim- Lim- Limerick two twenty two, Cork one seventeen. That was uh, a good game. I watched that actually. Yeah, so the, I you would have fancied Limerick to come through it. Um, hmm. You know their bench proved pivotal in the end, being able to bring on Dan Dan Morrissey and the, yeah. the likes like and Reedy and a few more. But uh, Claire and Tip. The most controversial game. I didn't care. see. I seen a couple of things on Facebook, but I didn't actually see what happened. The best thing I seen all weekend. The penalty being close. Was to the, the Google foul map? The Google map. <laughs> the to, foul um, was committed closer to the Ennis Road than it was to the actual penalty spot. It worked out. I show you four. I seen the photo, but I, d- I didn't see the game. I didn't see yeah. any highlights. So basically, it's a new rule they brought in, isn't it? It's uh, yeah. It's kind of if the referee thinks it's a goal, a clear goal scoring chance. I don't think it has to be clear. If it's a goal scoring chance, and it's foul, it's a cynical foul. So it's ten minutes into Simbin and a penalty. Ridiculous. The foul was committed on the sideline. Yes, it was a free. Yes, it probably was a yellow card, but not a penalty. Not it actually a, ruined. It. it did ruin the game. It did because Clare Clare are ahead. Yeah. In that ten minutes. Spell Tipperary two four Clara Point. It's yeah. a long way to Tipperary. It's a long way long, from the Kennedy area. It's a long, long way from Clare to here as well. Yeah. Walk into that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Tip Tip and Limerick Munster final. You fancy Limerick, wouldn't you? You would. But well, depending on I who's, it'd be a good game. depending on, what, depending, on depending on whether you know Tipperary get penalties from their own half, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. No, I wouldn't write. Well, uh, ah, look, Limerick could be jigged up for that place, or Tipperary and Limerick could be jigged up. All the same, all the same, hoping for is it's thirty degrees out. Yeah, thirty degrees, sun shining, fastball, dry sod, monster hurling, and the ball is in the air. That's like having a fish. He's, he's, getting, he's getting a bit of uh, horn over there thinking about it, like, you know. No, I'm just getting him excited over. I got a free slayer. Thanks, Cooler. He'll be going out thinking he's, uh, what do you call him, James Gallon. Yeah, Gallinan. we'll come in next week. There won't be any sign of the slayer. Yeah, where's yeah. the slayer next? He'd want to hurl next week. I have a hurl. What are you doing with a hurl? <laughs> yeah. I bought it. I bought it. One of the lads said to open the fridge. <laughs> one of the boys says, we should re- we buy two hurls. We buy a hurl apiece there and we'll. We do a bit of pucking around up on the pitch one of the evenings. You know what I mean? It was yeah. a couple of weeks ago. How many pucks did you get with it? Three. <laughs> I went up three evenings. And I couldn't even tell you where. I think the hurl is actually sitting out in the rain now, if I'm honest with you. Oh, that's a rough bit of weight in the hurl. Like. Well, it was very light anyway, so yeah, I could yeah. probably do with it. You've uh, done that on purpose, you did. I did, yeah. Someone yeah. said to leave it in a tree. I don't know. Leave it in yeah. a tree? No, in actually leave it in the bush. Because <laughs> the rain actually drips down out of the leaves and the twigs and everything. Like that. <laughs> that's actually another and I'll give you another good one if you want to get uh, the other way you can get this, make the spring in the hurdle there if you want to get a springer you put it in cow dung for a week 
Morpidona. Or if you just live it in your own head. Anyway, we're going to move swiftly yeah. on. We'll John, go, what we'll have you got for We'll go to the John McDonough. Wiss Mead got her win. Yup, Wiss Mead. 23 points to 18 over Carlo. Big win. Huge win. Great win. Every win is every win is a big win for Westmead and Hurling. Yeah, <laughs> well, it is. We yeah. can't say unfortunately. Oh, we can't. But like, <laughs> Kildare, Kildare uh, next week, and then the following weekend, you'd be looking at uh, Joe McDonough finally. You'd be expecting if they can beat Carlo, you'd be expecting to have a good crack at Kildare and yeah, get yeah, across the, the line. Kildare came up from uh, the Christie Ring last year. Them and down, yeah. down actually bet Mead at the weekend. Bet them by uh, eight points. Right, I think. I mean, that's hopefully as good as yours, Nathan, but yeah. 127 to 216. That's a cricket. Don't ask me. Don't <laughs> even look at me. I failed, I failed uh, foundation match. I'd say if the three of us had to leave and start match paper together, we'd fail. I'd say if we sat down to do it, the school would just explode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. And in the Chris Green Cup, um, Offley had a low scoring day out against uh, yeah. against Sligo. They only managed 239. That's all, like, nothing. Just thirty-nine uh, points. Just thirty-nine points. No, just it, it, in all fairness, what's that? No, Forty-one scores in the I'm game. I'm actually, I'm going to defend Sligo here. They actually hurled well. They hurled well for about twenty minutes. And I'll be able. I'm going to say something else. Go on. I thought it was actually going to be a cricket score. I'm actually kind of disappointed enough. I thought it would give me a bit. I was expecting six thirty-five. Yeah, something crazy. Like. I was expecting a big, big score. Mm. The first fifteen minutes, like, after weren't in the game. It was a draw match, I think, after 17 or yeah. I didn't see it. You sent me on the link to watch it. Yeah. They're kicking me out. Yeah, then I missed 15 <laughs> minutes of it because I was trying to figure out why it wouldn't work. I log in, I trying to log in and here Nathan's on it. like, And then he tries to log in and I'm on it. So I had to send him a nice little text message telling him to get the fuck off. <laughs> I paid for it. Like. Yeah. But uh, yeah, look, it's like going fairness to him. They, tried, they gave it well. Like, the full forwarder, I can't think of his name. He scored, I think, two nine, two ten. Yeah. Hard fair as well, like and who off next? Off we have. Oh, they're straight into semi final. They're straight off here into the semi final. Sligo will play a quarter final. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, uh, Derry beat Ross Common. I got that prediction wrong last week. By a pint. That's because he didn't know either. And I'm actually played hard. Uh, yeah. True. Even though off they played Back Derry last year. Back home in Derry. Oh. I wish I was back, back home in Derry. That's beautiful, boys. Did you like the little harmony there? I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. I think we should sing a few songs every week. I think we should uh, just uh, keep going. We, we we're just, doing we just keep going <laughs> what we're doing there now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, so next week, uh, the Joe McDonald will see Westmead play Kildare, as Marf already pointed out to us, and what? Mead versus Kerry. Which could be a good old game, but I'd be fancying Kerry. In the Christie Ring Cup, Derry will play Wicklow. If Derry win, it's a nice day out against Offaly. Lovely. And if Wicklow win, it'll come down to scoring difference, I think. Really? Yeah, well, they'll have to hurl uh, Roscommon. Right, okay. So it'll depend on the result there. Some hardship in that. Uh, And Antrim and Leash go out to battle in the first round of the qualifiers. I'd actually expect Antrim to win that. You know could, that could be a very good game. Antrim are hurling well. Yeah. Darren Leeson's done some work up there. Where's he from? What's He's story? from Tip. He was a Tip goalie. Ah, that's a fine drive. Up and I'm going to give Antrim. his wife a shout out here, Eve Larkin. She taught me geography or tried to teach me geography. God help her. Even certain, you know. Funny enough, no, she didn't give you much of a rule of awfully. She must no, have told you where to no, go. No, it's, it's still an awfully glass. She literally said to him, "See that road there? <laughs> Just that's, a, that's a great road. That's the road to Clara." Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a question for you boys. What's the best thing about Clara? The road out. The road to Tullamore. Lord Jesus. And he coming in Clara. Do you want me to hit him or will you hit him? Or uh, come on, what's next? I bought he done most of your going out in Tullamore John so you can't say much. How's that? He done most of your going out in Tullamore so you can't say much. Well. done so nice in Tullamore. <laughs> Tullamore, not Tullamore. He actually had me last ever paint with you in Tullamore. <laughs> the bus bar. Oh, we did, Jesus. yeah. Jesus, come on, Jono. No. Well, we had some nights. No. No, we had some nights in Athlone's and Tullamore. I remember one night we were only talking about last week. We left. When I remember one night, me and Jono and Dylan Hassel's was at that time. He's over in Canada now. Oh, we didn't. Yeah, we set we, we set Joe, set Joe Devine's car on fire on the way home. Hang on, no, I'm just <laughs> I just like to clarify. I was asleep in the front. 
and Murph was lighting the fag up in the back and I woke up with a smell of smoke <laughs> and Joe the main had the clue That's Joe and, uh, wrote, uh, Joe, uh, who's smoking in the car there's something burning here and Murph <laughs> the back of the car this puff of smoke coming up from the ground all along Murph was a great man in the car when he's drunk I remember doing a gig in the Keys in Galway one night and him and Dale Keegan said to come with, come with me because there was a few Jeez, boys... remember that session? Yeah, there was a few boys from Clara in college in Galway. They were living there. So we said, look, lads, I'm driving up. I'm driving home. Should go with me for the crack, you know. On the motorway on the way home, Murph was in the driver's seat with the oak the whole way well, back. I hope you asked him in the driver's seat if he was Sorry, drunk. in the passenger seat. The passenger seat. <laughs> with the seat reclined the whole way back. Keegan was spread across the back seat on top of all my gear. Keegan's legs were probably broken off. That's the road. And I was, I was bollocks. I was wrecked. My eyes were burning on my head. And I may do something now to wake one of these boys up. So I said, you know, hello. I'll jam it. There was nothing on the motorway. 140 kilometers an hour. I'll jam on the brakes. And I let a scream on me. And we'll see what happens, right? <laughs> so I let the scream. I jammed on the brakes. Keegan popped up over the back seat. Oh, Jess, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? Morph literally woke up like the Undertaker coming out of a coffin. <laughs> Looked at me, hit me a box in the side of the head, and went back and fell back asleep. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Well, now, in fairness, in fairness, that was an awful night of drinking. Because we originally went down just going to Keys, so we ended up back in the house in the middle of Galway. We didn't Morf, know what was Morf. going on. Remember, I ran a lad out of the house. Oh, he lived Jesus, there. Morph, any night you go for drink is an awful night of There was a lad living in the house with Mullen and the boys. Morph didn't know him, so he picked him up and threw him out of the house. <laughs> Your man ended up falling asleep out in the garden jail. <laughs> They snuck into the Keys bar and everything that night. They walked in and says, we're playing with Whitewater. Who are you? Nathan. <laughs> oh, just Nathan, how you keep him? Go on in there. Who's the lad with you? Ah, he's a friend of mine. He's all right. Right, come on. But ten lads got into the Keys that night free because he said he was me. <laughs> <laughs> ten ten meetings going around the Keys. Sorry, your mum was probably wondering, hang on though for a minute. Why is Nathan up on the stage and down there drinking <laughs> pints at the same time? There he is on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. He was. Did he get paid ten times? He <laughs> was complaining when he was getting uh, my money out of my pocket. And I drink uh, a pint pot to beat the band. Anyway, Murph, you were going to do a quick little roundup on the LGFA there. Go on. Yeah. Here's what. Ladies All Ireland Football Championship is starting this week. The All Ireland series. Um, couple of good games. He's going to push his mic away because I I don't need. <laughs> couple of good games. Um, in the senior and the intermediate. Uh, and also, do you have the junior as well? Well, here's with the senior anyway, Murph. I would check me. I'll hit you if you want. Like, hit me with your pet shark. Do you have a pet shark? I do. Where do you have hit it? Hit me, baby, one more time. Oh Jesus! Murph, <laughs> Murph, go on, keep go going on. quick. Anyways, getting excited. on Friday it starts. Galway and Kerry. Talk uh, into the mic. Gal- sorry, Ooh. Galway and Kerry are in the senior. Uh, that'll be uh, T.G. Cahar. Start off. I'd, I'd only assuming that it's because it's on Friday night. Yeah, is it TG Cahar or Tina G? TG Cahar. The TG Cahar All Ireland Ladies Championship. That's what we're going with. We're going with that's all. Yeah. So listen. What the fuck is Tina G? <laughs> <laughs> it's TG Cahar or Tina G. Galway, you'd be expecting to win that um, all day long. On Saturday, then seniors Armara playing Monaghan. You'd be looking at Armagh, the Pledeman. I'm right saying the Pledeman was the championship here only two weeks ago. And Betham well, Betham comfortably, I think it was 220 to 110, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So I couldn't see in two weeks, Monaghan making up that much ground to be able to come out against them. I um, never know. Calvin are playing Mayo on Saturday also in senior. Um, potential for a good game. Yeah, potentially, yeah. It does actually potential. Mayo have Ashley Sheridan back, or sorry, Calvin have Ashley Sheridan back in. Um, I'm assuming Chorus Danton hasn't come back from Australia. No, no, she's no. gone. No, she's finished. You obviously didn't listen to the episode where she told us. Well, I thought she might surprise us, <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> we had her on, yeah. We had her on there a couple of weeks ago, yeah. yeah. Listen, Mio, I'd expect him to come come out of that. You would expect him to come out, yeah. Just Cork are playing Mead. I'm going to Mio on my holidays in two weeks. I don't care where you're going. I okay. can't wait to watch that game. That's going to be a great game. It's going to tell where Mead are really at. Yeah, oh, it will. Yeah, yeah. It's going to tell you because, like. Jesus, me they're after making some ground. Like, if it'd be some win for them if they can beat Cork. I'll just tell you that, like. It'll be savage for them. Yeah, it'll crown them. And then, probably the worst game of the weekend in the senior championship is Dublin versus Tyrone. Like, to be honest with you, it's only a matter of what Dublin are going to get on, on the board. Tyrone were in a relegation against, division two against Wexford. 
absolutely annihilated Wexford. I think it was 11, 7 to 7 points. But uh, I still don't think they're going to be anywhere near. Dublin Dublin won the league without playing their full team. Sick. Sick. Cruising. Sinead Goldrick still hasn't featured. Yeah. Eve McAvoy comes on for 15 minutes. Like, these are going to. I think they're going to cruise the All Ireland. You keep chatting there, lads. I ain't going to go for a fag. I have no clue what you're on about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, then intermediate grade. Uh, just a couple of fixtures that cop because obviously Westmead and Offaly are in it. Uh, on Sunday in Cusick Park in Mungar, Westmead will play Longford in the first round of Intermediate Championship. A repeat of last year, Westmead um, bet Longford quite comfortably last year. I can't remember the scores, 9-9 to 1-4, 2-4, something like that. Um, I th- Listen, Westmead are going to be the Red Hot favourites that Intermediate. Like, there's no two ways about it. You yeah. have to call it spade a spade. So I actually think if Longford keep them to single digits on Sunday, they've done an unbelievable job. That's my personal opinion. If Longford keep them to single digits on Sunday, they've done a really, really good job. I don't think Longford are d- I, I think they're they've great potential down there at the minute, but I think it's gonna be another two to three years before they do actually do anything. Um Wexford and Sligo are also playing as well. That's going to be an interesting battle. Wexford are still managerless, believe it or not. Did they not get a manager? She doesn't know. I thought I'd seen something on the twit box during the week. That got no. John, no, don't be coming in here now with your speculation. Yeah, right? unless you need to come in here with cold, hard facts. Yeah. There's no pay Googling it now. You yeah, know, we need to Google it. Yeah, we know. I thought, I thought Murphy know these things. Well, come here, there's not much now. It was a quarter pounder he, he knows about. He's the LGFA correspondent. Yeah, he should know. Anyways, yeah. if I'm going to say, I'm going to say that uh, I'd be back in Sligo to beat Wexford. Even though she's an awful drive down to Wexford. <laughs> I genuinely thought you said I'd be back in Sligo and I was going to say, why you have me in Sligo? <laughs> are them games all home and away or are they neutral? Uh, I don't know about them. Ones. A little from column A and a little from column B. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who's column? <laughs> group two for Manor are playing Leitrim, uh, which will be a good game as well. For Manor, set up. Uh, yes, yeah, so one, 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 one the junior All Ireland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one the junior All Ireland, but set up in Division Three. three. Oh, no, 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 no relegated. Yeah, so I don't know. I actually don't know how what way that will fall out. Leitrim are betting Division Four final. I actually thought we were going to win that Division Four comfortably. So it could be on a bit of a downer. I re- I really don't know. Um, Ross Common are playing Kildare. That'll be a cracker of a match. Yeah, that'll, uh, be, that'll be very kind of football. Yeah, Ross Common. Jesus, they probably had their hearts solely set in that Division Three title, and Leash caught them above and Tang and Westmead. Um, I say that was hard to take for them. Being honest with you, but I would, if I was going with anything, I would probably. Uh, Jeez, I'll have to give it to Kildare. They're, they have a bit of momentum behind them now, Division... You know what I mean? Division 3 league title. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. No, they... Should they were betting the Division 3 league title. What's wrong with me tonight? I am You're still hungry. Yeah, well, I am hungry. <laughs> I'm still going to go with Kildare. I think Kildare could beat... I, fa- I fancy Ross Common myself. Right, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, And Group 4, the final game, Offley versus Down. Oh... Might go watch that myself. <laughs> Where's that horn, Jono? Uh, fucking Dunleer in Loud. <laughs> You'd be better off if you went Wednesday. <laughs> just to make sure <laughs> you got up there and died. <laughs> Dreading the journey. Up like for you, it doesn't drive. You might as well start walking now. Yeah. And I have to be, be there. there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not supposed to be there. What's your thoughts on the JK? Or how are you looking? Or uh, what's the story? Yeah, like it's going to be... It's going to be... Obviously, it's going to be a tough game. They're after winning... Uh, they won the Ulster Intermediate. Did they? Yeah, the best man in the final there. Last week? Last week, week before, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was actually watching it there with a bit of interest, but uh no look we're um we're looking forward to the game. Yeah. We're looking forward to giving it a rattle. Like we feel it's like two out of three teams come out of the group, so there's a great opportunity to come out. Come out of the group, like so Come out uh, Come out <laughs> Get out look, we're just we're, we actually initially thought the game was in Tullamore, like which was kinda Don't put your hand in there. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I said no, I can't say it. Anyway, yeah, look. Yeah, so uh, look, you're optimistic anyway. Opti- you think? Actually, look, of course, I um, won't be there for us and optimistic about Offaly Ladies football. That's the bottom line. 
So luck will go up, we'll give it a rattle. And so I'm going to give a five point win to Doug. You <laughs> 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 want me back here at all, no? <laughs> I know, listen, I is going to be a cracker of a match. Um, it'll be finest of Ulster football being played by Down, and I do know that because yeah. they're ultra defensive. So it'll just be about how awfully actually adapt to it. That's going to be the main thing. I'm not going to tell you how we're going to adapt. Just to give us an idea. No, I'm ask Joe Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> he's only he's only over the wall there. <laughs> no. he's actually in Bracknell there tonight. It's either trying. Oh, is he? Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Possibly. I heard a shade to his nose. Right, John. That's kind of all I have at the minute, Nathan. Um, Fair enough. So anyway, Alan Mullen, LGFA correspondent, Nathan Shed, Clara. Don't be telling people where I live, will you? Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> huh? Anyway, um, yeah, so that's all our, pretty much our reviews and views and everything from the weekend's GA action, looking at the next weekend stuff. Um, we're going to take a short little break now, folks, and we'll be back with you no. for... What? I don't want to take a break. We're taking a break. I don't want it. The heat in this place is unhuman. I need to go outside for a minute. You know why that is, Ned? Why is that? Because I'm a hot bit of stuff. Oh, oh Jesus, Jesus take the break. We'll take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> back with you in a minute. I don't back at all. <laughs> Alright folks, you're all very welcome back to the second part of this week's episode. Before we crack on with our little quiz and that between Morph and Jono, Morph was out during the week and he had a chat with Westmead senior lady footballer Fiona Claffey. Here's how it went. Alright folks, on this week's podcast we are delighted to have Westmead senior ladies footballer Fiona Claffey on the line. Uh, Fiona, how the hell are you? Yeah, all good, yeah. Looking forward to championship this weekend, so uh, I'll focus on that at the moment. Good, good. You you're, you're, uh, you're have your sights set on uh, Longford in Cusick Park this Sunday at 2 o'clock. Um, first round of the TG Cahar Intermediate All-Ireland Series. How are our preparations going, Fiona? Yeah, they're going good. Um, you know, it's it's great to have to look forward to and it's in Cusick Park, obviously, which is great. Um, yeah. Championship. And we'll have a few supporters on it too, so that'll be great. So, uh, you know, everyone's really looking forward to it. Um, we had a couple of weeks there in between league and championship to kind of get preparations going. So, um, you know, the mood's good in the camp and we're just looking forward to getting going. Yeah, you, you, from, from your league campaign, you, I suppose a tough league campaign, um, put in, I suppose, a couple of good performances against strong opposition and were unlucky with some of the results, but you finally, I suppose, got got the results you needed when you played Tipperary in St. Rhinus in relegation to keep you up at Division 1. That must have been, uh, I suppose, a relief that we're still playing Division 1, but yes, the girls are still capable of playing at a high standard. Yeah, look, it was it was a tough it was a tough league campaign. Um and I suppose the disappointing thing about it was I know we did perform well against Donegal and they just kind of pulled away towards the end. And even yeah. against Galway, although the scoreline was quite big, we had a lot of goal chances we didn't convert. And even if we converted a couple of them, it would have just kept us in the game and get momentum going. But look, you know, it was it was a tough three weeks in a row, and there's no lie about it. But luckily enough, um, we came through the Tipperary game. You know, we we want to be playing Division One, even when we're getting bet well. Like that's that's where you want to be. You want yeah. to play with the top teams, and especially you know if we were to go go on and win intermediate and become a senior team again, that's that's you know where you want to be next year to start of the year. So look, the Tipperary game was really really important for us, and I suppose we kind of dusted ourselves down after the tough three weeks and. You know the game we were ahead by seven points at half time and then went down by a point after the water break in the second half so to come back and win then you know i think yeah. it's just good character and we needed that boost definitely um ahead of championship and i think it just just set everyone in a good mood and a bit more positive i suppose whereas if you'd gone from the other three defeats straight into championship your momentum isn't as good so that was really really important for us in many ways and fiona i suppose for for a lot of uh, people um, that would be highly involved in Westmead ladies Gaelic football, um, he, he had heartache last year being best in an intermediate All Ireland uh, final that you were I suppose be red hot favourites that would have been to go back up, but this year I'd say there's even I suppose a bit more pressure on as he being the red hot favourites to, to I suppose take take the intermediate crown. Would you feel that together as a group, or do we do you take it on game on game or? Yeah, look, I mean, of course we'll be contenders. People will consider us contenders because we were finalists last year. But I always kind of compare intermediate to Division 2 of the league. We were Division 2 for many, many years and it took a long time to get out. It's a really tough competitive division. And intermediate's very like that. You know, you have a lot of really good sides and anyone could really come through it. So we wouldn't be thinking, you know, we're red-hot favourites. As you say, like, it's every game as it comes. Um, 
we have a group of four most groups are groups of three so you know we've three weeks in a row and it's about keeping momentum getting through the first game onto second and third and hopefully then after that a quarter final stage but no we we wouldn't get carried away with ourselves at all it's same as as last year you know we just took each game as it came and um that's the kind of attitude we'll be taking again this year um fiona for for anyone that doesn't know you you're i suppose a balnagore woman by by trade um and you're now uh, up in dublin working you're playing with Fox Rock Cabantini. That must be a great experience playing with girls from, I suppose, all parts of, of the country, as well as girls from Dublin. And to be known as, well, Fox Rock being known as such a high-quality team, high-standard team, you must have had some huge success and some huge days out there with them as well. Yeah, look, I mean, from a personal level, I, I knew my work was going to be in Dublin for the next couple of years. Um, and obviously, it was a really tough decision to, to change clubs, but just for for life balance I had to do it um and you know I knew a lot of the Fox Rock Cabantilla girls from being in UCD with them the likes of Sinead Goldrick gave me ring so the club was a natural choice for me and luckily enough we've had some brilliant years I mean we've been a couple of All-Ireland club finals a couple of All-Ireland club semi-finals and even the Dublin Camp Championship alone is so difficult to get out of it's really really competitive and it's it's run quite well you know the games are the schedule is very well set out in advance and the games run on Wednesdays and, you know, as we know, all know, like Dublin ladies, like have really set the bar in ladies football yeah. over the last couple of years. So to be able to play with and against them on a club level um, has only brought me on for county level as well. So it's been such a good positive experience for me. And um, hopefully we get a couple more years. Um, and I suppose, Fiona, on a personal note, you've been there a long time in with the Westmead ladies uh, football. And you've, you've put in many a hard season with them. Um is it something that you can hope to continue doing in the coming years or, or is it a case you just want one last crack ahead or? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've been retiring for about four or five years now at this stage. Uh, no, this is my, my 18th season with Westmead wow. and um, I suppose I don't, I don't think about it too much. Um, I, you know, at the end of every year, you know, usually after a month or two off, I'm kind of hungry to get back going again. And I suppose, especially, um, this year you know we were so close last year to winning the intermediate and um you know there's there's good motivation to go back and we've, we've a great group of players and um you know in fairness we've kept the core of the team from last year so it's great we've kept everyone together so you know once i'm enjoying it you know i'll go back yeah. and i'll play and i don't overthink it um it's about physically able to do it and mentally enjoying it so that's the most important thing and you know as I said, like I've been there 18 years and we started off when I was starting and we were, you know, division four of the league and, you know, it yeah. took a well while to get out up the way in the league and we were intermediate junior, you know, so it, it just to see the whole, the whole thing grow over the last number of years and yeah. even the standards, like you, you can see now, like there's so much more um, acknowledgement um, and so much more that goes into the teams and the preparation, like gym, fitness, nutrition, everything. And even just the profile of the sport is, as you know, it's it's amazing to see how much it's grown since I started playing. So we'd no one to look up to when we were young, whereas now there's so much coverage, media, and it, it really is a boost to the sport. And I just have loved to be part of that like, the whole way up and see it grow and develop and hope long way it continue. And uh, what would we will we see it on the Westmead club scene before before you hang up the boots? <laughs> I can't say it all depends on uh, my work I suppose and you know I think things are a bit different now and there's more options to work from home and stuff so look it's not not I wouldn't rule it out but uh, <laughs> <laughs> just just to terrify every other club in Westmead and just say yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know <laughs> um, Fiona just on I suppose the last kind of key thing we, we'd ask you um Obviously, ahead of Sunday's game, um, it's the first round of the All-Ireland series. Um, is there going to be much pressure, I suppose, set upon the girls to deliver, a, I suppose, a big performance? Because prior to last year's um, meeting with Longford, he, he put up an awful score against them. Uh, I think it was 9-9 or 9-9. I think there was a huge goal scoring. Is the pressure still there now to deliver, I suppose, a big performance come this Sunday as well to, I suppose, set a marker, set a tone. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, we wouldn't ever be comparing last year to this year. Yeah. You know, last year was obviously a bit of a strange season. You kind of had the league, then a gap, and then straight into championship then in the wintertime. So whereas this year, you know, we've all had league campaigns. And um, so every team has prepared differently this year compared to last year. So I wouldn't be looking at last year's results against Longford. I think, look, as you said, as you said yourself, the main thing we're focusing on is a performance on Sunday. Um, you know, we've done a lot of work over the last couple of weeks and if we can perform well in the day, hopefully it'll go our way. As I said, it's great to play in Cusick Park and hopefully have some friends and family there as well uh, to give us the boost we need. So um, look, really looking forward to it and uh, hopefully we'll put in performance. Yeah, well, listen, Fiona, I don't want to keep you on the line too much longer. Um, it was a pleasure chatting to you. I want to wish you the very best of luck for your... Uh, I suppose the, for your career that that has yet to be played, and for the, this year's Westmead uh, team as well, you're heading into All Ireland series this weekend, and obviously we hope to see uh, the the cup back in Westmead come September would be great for a session in Greville Arms or somewhere like that. <laughs> Mojo's will be hopping. I'm only assuming. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully to be open by then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fiona, I appreciate your time. Thanks, Fiona. Thanks, Fiona. Bye, bye, bye. bye. All right, folks, we're back after our little break. Um, Jono has something he'd like to say to a couple of people that he may have offended in last week's episode. So, Jono, you have six seconds, starting now. <laughs> I would like to publicly apologise. And finished. <laughs> <laughs> Go on there, Jono, we let you finish. To the Ringtown Hurlers. Why, Jono? Well, last week I stated my hatred toward uh, how much I hate Leash and Westmead. Okay. Now, I do hate Leash and Westmead. I'll be straight up about that. I love the Ringtown lads. They're a great bunch of lads. And that's that from Jono. Thank you. <laughs> now, as you may remember, last week we had a little quiz called More Forces Jono. This week we have another little quiz, but it's a bit shorter this week. We've only five questions apiece, and there is a tiebreaker at the end, should we require. Anyway. Morph, best luck, man. Seeing as you were a sore loser last week, we're going to start <laughs> off with you there first. Uh, your first question. Hang on, just made a double check. <laughs> Jesus, no. Why is she not working for me now? Oh, Jesus. Probably because I have. Have I got a mute? No, I don't. That's all right. We'll figure it out. I'll put it in at the end of after. Uh, uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably not, no. Morph, <laughs> your first question is What certain Connacht and Leinster teams have to use an alternative jersey when they meet each other as they have the same colours. Galway and Westmead. Good man, more fair play to you. Ding! <laughs> right, second question. Name the only two Westmead men to play in an all Ireland Celia Hurland Championship final. This is a trick question. Was it a halftime show? You just answer the question. Uh... Jesus. If it, uh, um, I can give it to the clubs if that's any good to you. Okay. More. <laughs> Foster and Allen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, you're wrong there. Why is that? Because they're not. That's not their club. Foster. One man's in Mullingar and the other man's in Colliery. All right. Well, we should look for close enough. <laughs> Probably uh, seen them in the Wellamore or something. That that could have been it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, question three. Who was the last Westmead man to win a football All-Star? Well, that's a r- wrong question. Why is that? Because there's two of them won it. Right, well on the same year. Well, then give me one of them. Well, it's John Kane and Gary Conton, 2008. Good man. The more. Let me give you an old ding for that down there. See, it was a trick question. I was testing you. Just to see where you're there. I don't think he knew More for studying hard, John, the week. Well, I'm not losing this one. Uh... Who was top of the Westmead Club Senior Football Championship Roll of Honour? Oh, that's easy. Uh, Athlone. Good man, Marv. I think they have 20, I think. Good man, Marv, yeah. On the button. And look, we'll give you a handy one to finish off with. Where was the foundation meeting of the GAA held? We had a point there one night. (laughs) Right, go on. (laughs) I think now it was held in his, his hotel in Turles. Good man, Murph. Ding. I'm actually right now. You're right on that. I knew it was in Turles, but I was just... The hotel part. 
Yeah. Hotel Parker. Is he a hotel in Tardis? Yeah, they had a finger, yeah. had a finger full of buffet there at 12 o'clock. The, ba- the, band took a, the band took a break and everything. It was lovely. Yeah, it was <laughs> lovely. <laughs> right, that's you, more five from five. Uh, Come on. John o. The pressure's on. John, I'm going to start you off with a nice easy one. Uh, what year was the GAA founded? Um, 1884. Ding! Good man, John O. Fair play to you, John O. Uh, right, John O. Here's a tricky one for you now. Can I come in on his questions like last week? No. Oh, I didn't get a chance <laughs> to come in on yours, you bollocks. Well, you didn't have to. You got the five of them right. Well, but anyway, John O, your second question. Name the grandfather grandson duo who lined out in the awfully senior hurling and football finals together in 2006. Can I ask a question? Go for it. Does it involve me? Don't know. Maybe. <laughs> he said for my grandfather playing the bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> and who were you lining out for, Donna? We lined out for the Mount Bowlers. Hi, Ben. Where did you get that out? Where did you get the question We were on a man in the match display that day. <laughs> in <laughs> the middle. <laughs> well, they lorded it in the middle of the field. Donna was delighted with himself. He was squeezing bags and blowing pipes. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get that? Uh, come here, you, I have, you, I have you, me uh, sources. You told me I have too much time in my hands. You I know. <laughs> Jono, uh, if you don't get this one, I'm going to bait you. Uh, the 82 All-Ireland Football Final is remembered for a famous goal to give off Murph. a 115 to 17 point win. Jono, who scored that goal? Seamus Darby. Oh. And the uh, ball. The high-lobbing dropping ball. What's wrong with that, lad? That's the know. commentary from the match. Jono, who's last? Jono, who's the last Offaly man to win an All Star? Football or hurling? Football. The on club man, Carl Froggy Daly. Oh no, Jono. Nineteen I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, right, and Jono, who won the most senior football championships in Offaly? This, this. Morph gave me the answer already. It kills me to say it, but Rod and I think. Tullamore or what? For a second, we've 20, I think we've 28. Oh wait, hang on, I forgot to give you a ding. <laughs> Road got uh, 30 last Christmas, I think. Ding! Last Christmas, right. I gave Road 30. And it's gone, sorry. Yeah, 30. They actually bet us in the county final, so technically we did. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, right, lads. That's a draw match. Draw game, blow it up. We're going to give you... Draw. 2 10, 16. Please. We're going to give you a tiebreaker question. Are you ready? Yeah. What do we do? Do we just say John Morf? Uh, yeah, Morf John. Basically, lads, the tiebreaker question is in two parts. I'm going to na- I'm going to call. Oh, I'm the going first to part and the second part. Is exactly. It? I'm going to ask the question, and you boys are going to show him your name. Whoever answers first, you know, obviously, you know, gets it right, wins the game. But there's a second part of the question that will be asked to the person who got it right. If he gets it wrong, it goes to the other fella for a steal. Oh, okay. He's it up. Goes to the other fella for a it's steal. Twenty case, he's not working you hard enough. No, he's not. <laughs> I think it's a hard question. It's probably not a hard case, question. He actually, probably <laughs> gave you this question. <laughs> no, he didn't actually. Google did. Um. Anyway, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, lads. In in what year? Did referee Brian Gavin sustain a nose injury in which he accidentally got struck by the hurl of Tommy Walsh while officiating an All-Ireland Senior Hurling Final? Murph. Channel. I heard Murph first. Okay. 2011. Yes, Murph! Yes, take it over! Now, Jesus, relax. here's where we're getting serious, oh, right? Shite. Murph, your question is... What was the score of that game? Oh, Jesus. No, no, you're not taking your phone. <laughs> I know, I know. Can I tell you who won it? You can tell me who won it, but like, you need to give me the score of the I, game. Not a fucking iota. Oh, Nathan. Having a clue. Not a clue. I'm going to say Tipperary won it. Uh, 3.19 to 2 eight. <laughs> Jono No idea What was the score of the game bud? No idea The score of the game was 217 to 116 in favour of Kilkenny Which means Morph is this week's winner You.
Well done, Murph. Oh, I called you. I called you, Galea. I called you, Galea, but we ain't useless. Oh, no, sorry, man. Current shot. Oh, Jesus Christ. Lads, that's it from this week. Well done, Murph. Thanking you. One all. Well done to Murph. I'm tying the series at one all. Yeah. I'm sure we will have Jono back. Jono is going to be a regular contributor. We're going to have him in here whenever he's available. That's because Nathan knows fuck all of it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, Next week, we're if, going Jono, if Jono's here, it makes my life a lot easier. <laughs> Next week, we're having a test between Nathan and Jono. That's completely pointless. I can tell you now, Jono will get loads no. of these, and I get loads of these. No. <laughs> it's going to be a bit of a twist to it. Are you going to organise that one, sir? A hot dog eating contest. Oh no! <laughs> There's some pressure on now, but I seen John O'Swallowing. I seen John O'Swallowing sausages outside the Roma Grill in Tullamore when he was out. I won't be a fan of the Roma now. Don't be, no, 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 no. Wrap this up now, quick. No, no, no. It's just uh, okay. Every week, John O. Where's your favourite chipper? McCarries. That's only because it's right across the road from you. Hey, it's still handy, you know. Straight out the door, straight across the road. <laughs> you can't straight get out the door, straight back again. <laughs> Let's be honest. He probably looks for a delivery. <laughs> they don't do delivery until the morning. Oh, <laughs> <shite>. <laughs> That's where you're looking at Clara. We have Jimmy Kelly coming to your door. Uh, Half the bag of chips gone and he gets it to you. But sure, look. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I don't mean it. Jimmy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dougie, he definitely won't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> oh, definitely not. Anyway, before we go, I just want to give a big shout out to a good friend of mine, Tony Moore. He was on to me during the week. He enjoys the podcast, Mr. Garrett Lenehan. I believe he's involved with Tony Moore Senior Lenny Footballers this year. Lenny is a legend. Lenny, uh, Lenny's up there with the. Fo- he was up with the footballers tonight there when I was leaving the GA. Uh, they were playing Rosemount. Right? How'd that go? Lenny, will you let us know how that went? Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we won't know. Right, lads, that's it from us this week. Oh, before we go. Don't forget, check out our Facebook page. Like, share. Jer- yeah. um, and don't, we've the jerseys there, we're selling them there. Uh, I'm talking. Yeah, you know, the, the, the kick the effing ball. And uh, <laughs> while don't forget to like, share, comment uh, on the Facebook page. And we also, Murph, have you anything to say? Yeah, uh, don't forget, <laughs> www.kicktheeffingball.com. <laughs> Keep on poking and we'll see you next week. Good luck! Good luck! <laughs>